Hello and welcome to another episode of Change of Directions. Today, we're talking about Toyota's latest innovation in the world of automotive engineering, the hydrogen combustion engine. That's right. You heard Nicole correctly. The engine uses compressed hydrogen gas as fuel instead of gasoline or diesel. The hydrogen is then mixed with air and ignited, producing water, vapor and heat. The process is known as combustion and it's what the engine is uh, using. So, Don, this is different from hydrogen cars that are on the road today that are using a fuel cell to generate electricity from hydrogen. So the fuel cell converts hydrogen into electricity using an electrochemical process, which then powers the electric motor to propel the vehicle. So similarly, the two vehicles, the combustion engine and the fuel cell, produce uh, water as a byproduct. Yeah, so the main difference between the two is the way in which hydrogen is converted into power. In a hydrogen combustion engine, hydrogen is burned to create power, while in a fuel cell, hydrogen is converted into electricity to power an electric motor, which then goes to the wheels, etc., etc. Um, this is a completely different approach to it. And we have a problem about, or we have to talk about efficiency in both cases. This is it. This is actually what it really comes down to, right? These are two different systems that are using the exact same form of energy. And they don't burn at the same, or they don't use hydrogen at the same efficiency. And that's what makes it interesting. Now, the combustion engine is less efficient. <laughs> yeah, way less efficient. Um, there is talk about that it uses like, or it had maybe an efficiency of like, 30%. So it's close to a combustion, normal combustion engine, uh, which is very inefficient, as we know, uh, inefficient. But it's not uh, as efficient as a hydrogen fuel cell. So, yeah, it sounds nice to have a combustion engine uh, that, that uses hydrogen. On the other hand, hydrogen is a rare good at the moment. So being even less efficient um, doesn't make a lot of sense to me in, in the first place. So efficiency is, is, I think, at least for the next 20 years or 30 years for hydrogen, is the most important part of, of, of hydrogen. But this is the interesting part about the whole discussion is that when people generally talk about hydrogen, they poo-poo it because it's not as efficient as going to a battery, right? So battery electric cars, if they're made from renewable energy, are highly efficient, right? Around, what, 70% if you're making it from like renewable resources, if you're making it from coal, then it's uh, not very efficient at all, actually 25 to 30%. So less efficient than hydrogen. But when you compare hydrogen to a gas car, it is more efficient, right? And so even from a combustion engine, it's still more efficient than a traditional ICE car. So like it wins against the incredibly terrible fossil fuel ways that we are generally using today. It's it's totally right, Nicole. I I see that it's it's working. On the other hand, it's it's a kind of interesting idea of having a combustion engine using using hydrogen. Um, on one hand you could say why still using combustion engine they are highly complicated you know all the moving parts they have etc cetera, etc cetera, when you can have an electric motor. On the other hand you have scenarios where a combustion engine using hydrogen is more feasible, especially when you talk about aspects of CO2 emissions, et cetera, et cetera. 
We talked to the CTO of Quantron uh, about the situation with the internal combustion engine and hydrogen, and he had some interesting remarks about it. So, and, and the combustion engine of hydrogen is even less efficient than a fuel cell because it has a similar efficiency like today's diesel engine, so lower 40, so less than 40 percent for sure, but depends on ref level you are, could be even worse than that. And the fuel cell has more or less always 40 percent and higher. Right, so we're talking about 50%, sometimes 52. When you have very high load, maybe 48, but this is where fuel cell is more efficient. So that the fuel cell in general is, let's say, between 10 to 20% more efficient than the combustion engine. But the other side of the coin is the cooling demand of a fuel cell is super high. So you don't get rid of the heat uh, through the exhaust like a combustion engine would do. We need to really cool the cool the stack itself. So And, and that, that means with efficiency of, let's say, 50% for easier calculation. That, that 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 means that the same the same power you put in your electrical system is roughly the same power you need to cool away, and the problem is you cannot cool it uh, at that high temperatures you have today in a combustion engine. So there, there is a high cooling cool demand challenge. So that means especially for very high power demanding uh, applications or very very hot countries, a combustion engine for sure could make more sense because the the cooling is a bit easier to. To, to, to implement. But there is another aspect to hydrogen combustion engines that is different from a fuel cell electric engine. And this is nitrogen oxide, right, Don? Yeah, you still have, I mean, if you use a combustion engine, it's something is burning. And um, you still use a little oil, for example, in the combustion engine, even for hydrogen uh, cars or combustion engine. Um, and this is an exhaust fume. This is an emission that you create. It's not so much CO2 or, or other harmful emissions that we have with normal combustion engines nowadays, but nitro oxides are, nitrogen oxides, NOx, is still a problem, uh, as he explained to us. Package needs, again, is another story, right? So you need still an after-treatment system of the exhaust because in the exhaust you have, for sure, residuals of, of pollution. And um, and you never ever get ever everything away. So especially when you have load changes, there's still a lot of NOx uh, uh, made, all way lower. So also the, the CO2 emission and stuff like that is way 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 lower than than a diesel engine and, and close close to zero. But NOx and stuff like that, you still need to try to convert. Yeah. So you could hear him like talking about the the exhaust problem. I mean, it's it's less. For sure. And it's better than the internal combustion engines we're using now with petrol or diesel. But it's still um, nitrogen oxides and they are still harmful um, to the environment and also to, to human beings. So I don't know if it's... Uh, if it's really the right step, still it's better than than using internal combustion engines. But yeah, wh where do we stand there? What what's your thought? On it? Well, I think that for countries that are very hot and with climate change, there are more and more regions that are going to be very very high in temperature. And if we look at say diesel engines, they also don't run optim optimally at very high temperatures. So. I think that we have to come up with a solution that is better for the challenges of the specific geographies. And the cooling of a fuel cell takes up a lot of energy and will really impact the range. So they may not be optimal for incredibly high temperatures, which is where the combustion engine, I think, could come in. I mean, yeah, it's not perfect. 
But as hydrogen evolves, like we may end up coming up with a carbon capture solution, or there are ways a technology could progress in order to deal with these issues. So I think judging it right now, saying it's not perfect, but will it be perfect in five to 10 years when we need that technology in high temperature regions that want to decarbonize? I, I agree. I agree. And it's, it's, I mean, look at it from the other perspective. It's super interesting what's happening with hydrogen and the technology uh, in general. I mean, there is so much going on. I mean, we started looking at it a couple of years ago and there you had barely any news about, you know, research and development for it. Or And now, like, there are so many ideas coming around hydrogen and using it in a combustion engine is not new, but it's something that pops up again. So now you have the research money, you have the willingness to to research into this topic. It's I think it's it's super interesting. It's also interesting that it comes always from companies that are already committed to hydrogen. Exactly. Let's take a little bit of a closer look at what Toyota has been doing with hydrogen. So they've been at the forefront of hydrogen fuel cell technology for many, many years. This isn't like a new whim that they've embarked on. And the number of concept vehicles and production models they have under their belt is quite extensive. Yeah, they began development of hydrogen fuel cell technology, I think, way back in 92 or something like that, when they first began researching fuel cell vehicles. And since then, they have continued to refine the technology and bring it to a higher level. In our movie, Discovering Hydrogen, we also discuss the history of hydrogen. It actually started way back in the 50s when you had like the first car with like some hydrogen fuel cells on the on the roof of a car mounted, etc. So it, it took a while, but Toyota was one company that really started to be interested in and really started to, you know, look deeper into it and also create a, a value chain for it. And they actually have the honor of saying that they made the world's first mass production hydrogen fuel cell vehicle, the Mirai, which is an incredibly popular hydrogen car. So it has been one of the benchmarks of how well hydrogen can be used by fleets and different industries. The Mirai is just one car. I mean, they have also developed, of, I don't know how many, but like a lot of concept vehicles. Um, showing uh, what the potential of hydrogen fuel technologies are. And these ex uh, include like the uh, FCX80, I think, the FCHV4 and the FCV+. Uh, there were others also, and it's a different kinds of uh, types of cars uh, that they used to show like where can you use hydrogen and and where not i think that shows the commitment of toyota into the hydrogen economy uh, itself but also the i mean they poured a lot of money in it uh without having like you know huge results when you talk to german car makers they say yeah when we develop a car then it has to go into production and we have to make money out of it because it costs a lot of money toyota seems to be willing to develop and learn first and then start to think about like how can we use it also to make money on it. And this is actually why I think it's so interesting that they have come out with the combustion engine based on hydrogen. Because when you look at the different types of engines that are currently on the market, there are so many different kinds based on what the vehicle needs to do. And I think as we look into the future, we can't just have one 
type of engine, one type of energy. We have to have a variety of solutions that address the specifics of each market. And so this is why I think it's really important that they look at exactly what we spoke about before, regions that may be of higher temperature where fuel cell won't work. Exactly. I mean, nowadays you have the internal combustion engine, but you also have different solutions. Um, you have the internal combustion engine working with petrol or working with diesel, or you have it working with LNG or other liquefied gas stuff. So there is a, there is a lot going on also with the, with the combustion engine and where you use it also in different scenarios. And I think the same goes for like new technology when it comes to mobility. You will have battery electric, as we said. You will have fuel cell. You maybe will have a combustion engine for, for hydrogen, as you said, to use it in countries like Saudi Arabia or uh, other countries where it's really, really hot. I mean, it's not the first time that we see the hydrogen combustion engine. I said before, BMW had one in the year 2005 it was and they produced a, a car a hundred cars i think the seventh series by then where they used um, this this engine they never followed up on that uh, they produced it for two years and they give it a, gave it away for like vips and and politicians uh, to a bit of show off the problem of the car was the inefficiency uh, like compared to a normal engine that like in this class maybe uses like 12 liters uh, on 100 kilometers or something or uh, what is that 25 miles per gallon um it uses 50 liters of hydrogen <laughs> per 100 kilometer it has a 170 liter tank so the range was fairly limited to it which was one also one uh, one of the reasons why they decided to, to stop um, pursuing it on the other hand i find it um, a bit sad uh, because you know technology advances as you said and internal combustion engines for uh, that are powered by by hydrogen can make a difference in 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 the future and this was a technology bmw had and they claimed that they were the first one to have this uh, uh, engine running on on hydrogen and never falling up just you know just leave it at the side maybe that was one of the uh, not one of the best decisions bmw ever made well, there's quite a few decisions that BMWs made that I don't think were the best decision ever. Naming <laughs> the i3 here, for example. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, what does the future hold for the hydrogen combustion engine? Really, only time will tell. But I feel that Toyota's commitment to hydrogen is very singular, and I don't think they're going to be giving up on it anytime soon. No, and uh, we we are happy to hear more about this uh, engine, of course, from from Toyota when they release more information also to the public or even show a car with it that would be even even better maybe they let us drive it uh, invite us to japan and let us drive it you will hear more about that of course on our channel changeofdirections.com be sure to follow and subscribe to, uh, to get the latest news we have a newsletter coming out every wednesday and of course our podcast with um, leading executives from the hydrogen world until then have a good day bye bye Thank you.